Hey, my name is Tanil, and I'm passionate about helping mom entrepreneurs reach their true potential while navigating the chaotic journey of life, family, and business. I'm a digital marketing specialist, an extremely curious human with a growth mindset, and a certified wizard of the mind, specializing in clinical hypnotherapy and rapid transformational therapy. This is where the woo-woo rubber meets the road, my friends. We will dive into empowering discussions, actionable strategies, and inspiring stories to help you thrive in both your personal and professional lives. So pull up a comfy chair and let's ditch the debate and make it happen. Welcome back to another episode of Ditch the Debate and Make It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Tanil. Today we're going to dive into a crucial topic that has touched my life deeply. And I believe it's a journey many, many of you may find familiar or even be curious about. Breaking free from a narcissistic relationship. If you've been following our discussions, you know that we've explored the intricate dynamics between empaths and narcissists, created awareness into the red flags that signal a narcissistic relationship, and examined the emotional impact it can have. Now it's time to talk about the journey to freedom healing and self-empowerment. I want to take a moment to remind you that I've been there. I've experienced the emotional roller coaster, the self-doubt, the constant feeling of cray-cray, and the feeling of being trapped in a never-ending cycle of manipulation and control. It took time, a lot of time, a lot of self-reflection, and a lot of inner strength to push myself onto the path of breaking free. But I want you to know that it's possible and you totally deserve to break free. Life on the other side is truly a breath of fresh air. Breaking free from a narcissistic relationship can be a daunting and challenging endeavor, but it's also a path towards reclaiming your life, your identity and your emotional well-being. My break from the first narcissistic relationship, I was really young, like 21, so the drama behind it was exhausting and I had no place trying to figure this all out with an emotionally immature outlook. So, I moved continents. I moved to London for two years, which was my break. The break from my second, last, and most dangerous narcissist was a lot messier. See, when I began to choose myself and I started to disengage, he realized that his supply was drying up. So he packed a few bags, collected my mom, and took us away for a relaxing weekend in nature. I thought he was just being nice, but when we arrived, his whole family was there, and I got this pit in my stomach. He put me in the spotlight and proposed. I never actually said yes, but there it was. Within two weeks, his family had planned the wedding, chosen literally everything for me, and he had the most wonderful engagement party without me, as I was not allowed to go due to there being too many professional sportsmen there. It was a ride, my friends, that's all I can say. The journey to breaking free begins with a fundamental realization, the need for change. But it's not just one of those sayings of this has to stop i need to leave you have to feel it in your gut in your heart 
you have to feel that staying is no longer an option. The pain of staying outweighs the pain that you're about to go through temporarily to leave. Again, this is not an easy step, but it's the most crucial one. With my dangerous narcissistic relationship, I remember waking up one Monday morning. It was about two months before my planned wedding was about to take place. And it was after another brutal weekend. And I was in the bathroom getting ready to go to work. I looked at myself in the mirror and I saw a person that I just didn't recognize. It was the most surreal moment. I truly felt like it was an out-of-body experience where I was looking at a total stranger in the face. That was it. My turning point. My stomach went into a knot. My chest felt heavy. And I made myself a promise that it was over. I was not coming back. Luckily for me, he was on vacation that week, so he had left about an hour or so before to head off to his parents for a visit. So I called my manager at work, took the day off, and I packed up my little life, my fur babies, jumped into my car, and arrived at my mom's doorstep that afternoon. Once you've recognized the need for change, the next step is to plan your escape carefully. This is where you need to prioritize your safety, both physically and emotionally. Seek professional guidance if it's possible and accessible to you. I can't stress enough the importance of having a support system and emergency contacts in place. I was fortunate that he was physically away and about a four-hour drive, so when he realized that I had left, he knew that the opportunity to physically stop me had gone. Would I have still left if he was there? Yes. But it would have taken a lot more planning than I had done on that perfect Monday morning. I had thought about my exit plan so much and tried to map it out on a few occasions. But I had been so isolated, so I didn't have anyone except my family, and I had not been honest with them either. Here's what I did learn. I had a few work colleagues that had recognized something was going on. So when I didn't arrive to work on that Monday, they reached out. And when I got to work on the Tuesday, I explained what had happened. There were three women who were so incredibly kind to me. And they were ready to do whatever it ne they needed to in order to help me. If you are blessed with the same, my advice to you is lean on them. Ask them for help because the alternative is just too painful. As I shared in my previous episodes, setting boundaries is essential. It may start as a mental exercise, but eventually you must communicate those boundaries clearly. Expect resistance and even hostility. But this is your path to self-empowerment. You'll find this a lot easier when you start tapping into that inner strength of yours. And when your exit plan is mapped out and ready to go, it gives you this boost and it really helps you to stand your ground. Emotional detachment is a gradual process. It's about protecting your emotional well-being, although I get that might not be intact. Recognize that you cannot change the narcissist, ever. And their behavior is not your responsibility. Start choosing yourself and your self-care. I started to detach a long time before I physically left him, 
And once you're out, you have to, have to cut all ties. It's messy. It's painful. It is so dramatic. But the roller coaster these characters put you on when they've lost control is just another level. Cut all ties. I'll give you a few examples of what happened to me even though I did cut all ties. So he knew where my family lived and knew that that's where I would go. So he would show up on random mornings at the same time he knew I'd be leaving for work. He'd drive past the house in the evenings to see if my car was there. Initially, he was calling my mom every day to try and speak to me as I had changed my number. He would call me incessantly at my work office and my lovely receptionist ended up recognizing his voice and just ended up putting the phone down every time. This continued for about two weeks, every single day, four to five times a day. Luckily for me, I worked at a very security conscious company, so he could not physically arrive at my office as security would not let him in without my approval. After a few weeks of not getting what he wanted and realizing that he had lost, he had been physically hurt in one of his games. So he used that to his advantage and told his family that I had physically assaulted him and that is why he broke it off with me. According to his narrative, I was a manipulator, I isolated him from all his friends, I made him look bad to his coaches, his teammates, his managers, I physically assaulted him almost every weekend when he was at home and I spent all of his money. <laughs> Pretty on point if you flip it. It was something I've always wondered. He didn't portray himself as much of a strategic thinker, but the way he changed the narrative felt pretty strategic to me. Of course, if you have children, it's a different story to cut all ties. And for this, I'd suggest a total grey rock approach. Become incredibly boring. Do not rise to any baits. Do not engage. Do not defend yourself. Just be plain, simple, and boring. I can guarantee narcissists hate it. And he will probably fly into fits of rage with a sharp tongue to really hit you where it hurts, just to get a reaction. But remain grey. Boring. He'll eventually get bored and move on to the next supply. But it will no longer be you. So when you need to have conversations about your children, Make sure it's matter-of-fact, monotoned, and boring. Oh, and always, always record everything. Finally, as you work on breaking free, remember the importance of self-care and healing. It's a journey and it takes time. Be patient with yourself. And don't be afraid to seek therapy or counseling in aiding your healing process. I personally went to see a hypnotherapist, hence why it's what I do now. It was really difficult for me to go and see a psychologist and talk about things as I carried such an incredible amount of guilt and shame. I hated talking about it as it made me feel even worse every time. So I took a chance and did hypnotherapy and honestly it was the best thing for me. It accelerated my healing. Breaking free from a narcissistic relationship is a challenging but ultimately liberating journey. Whilst this episode is on the shorter side, I do want to emphasize that it will take time, depending on where you're at. Please, please be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself, and I want you to know that you are not alone. 
you are strong, resilient, and capable of regaining your life and even being happy and at peace. Your well-being and happiness are worth every step of this journey. Thank you for joining me today and I look forward to continuing this journey with you. You've got this. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Ditch the Debate podcast. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head on over and review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every single week. I'd love to hear more from you on the topics you want to hear. So head over to the episode link in the show notes and let me know in the comments what you most want to hear next. This is Tanil signing off. I'll catch y'all soon.